Yesterday, the Constitutional Court ruled that it is not against the Constitution to criminally punish conscientious objectors. The court, however, found that not allowing alternative measures for the conscientious objectors does not confirm the Constitution. Thus, the judges recommend the National Assembly to revise the law so that those who refuse military service on religious grounds can have alternative service options by the end of next year. And now, let's bring in Oje Chang, lawyer at Hemaru Law Firm and a member of Lawyers for a Democratic Society for further discussions. Good morning, Mr. O. Thank you for inviting me. Thank you so much for joining us. So can you start by giving us a brief comment about yesterday's ruling by the Constitutional Court? Yeah, as you mentioned, the finally yesterday, the court, uh, Constitutional Court strongly urged the National Assembly to introduce an alternative, alternative service system by the end of 2019 uh, by announcing that the Military Service Act which uh, did not set forth the alternative services system uh, is unconstitutional. I think the significance of the uh, yesterday ruling is it was the, really the outcome of the about 20 years long struggles and pursuit by the Korean civil society, and also finally the uh, Korean you know, constitutional court is complying with the several recommendations issued by the UN human rights organizations as well as the, by Korean Human Rights Commission and other national department, government departments. And just like you mentioned, this dispute has been controversial for past decade. But to just let our listeners be familiar with the issue, um, who are the majority of conscientious objectors and why are they refusing to serve in the military? Uh, more than uh, about 90-90% of the Korean conscience objectors are uh, Jehovah's Witnesses. They have refused to serve in the military because they, they believe uh, it is against their conscience because while they serve in the army and they are trained to kill other you know, innocent civilians and they are uh, those are against their conscience, conscience I mean, religious Live. That's why they have objected to serving in the army. Any uh, Korean man is to is well. They have responsibility to go to the army, and according to the Article Eight D Eight of the Military Service Act, it stipulates that any male who refuses to serve without a justifiable reason can be imprisoned for up to three years in Korea. And do you think this legislation has been seriously infringing human rights and basic freedom in Korea? Yes, I, th- I think so. The problem is, no matter how harshly they have been criminally punished and they were, have been you know, discriminated by the uh, Korean society, uh, over and over, even their grandfather and their their father, their brothers have been punished, you know, continually. But they they be, be, being being I mean because of their religious belief, they had to, you know, refuse to serve in the army. But the Korean government under the Korean, you know, military service act, they have only punished those conscious objectors. They, they had never be, been given any opportunity to the other options, like to 
serve in the in an alternative way to serve for the country. That's we firmly believe this is quite you know uh, in free, uh, fundamental fringe infringement on basic human rights or basic freedom. Um, just like you said, uh, besides the religious beliefs. If any Korean man did not go to army service, and in Korea, uh, the people kind of sort of looked down them upon. But do you think a lot of problem can be improved through yesterday's ruling, or is the change rather superficial to really readdress issues related to the human rights? Yeah, I, I think you know this is not just only for the conscious objectors. This is quite a fundamental change by the, uh, you know, especially you know, uh, you know, the Korean court, because it. I hope it should be some stepping stone for the later court rulings or government organizations to treat the social, uh, you know, minority minorities. This is not simply protecting, you know, conscious objectors. This is because the. We we also uh, had to you know acknowledge those who you know faithfully perform uh, perform uh, performing you know uh, mandatory military service they should be respected. But the problem is, you know, we if we are given any any chance to give the social minorities like you know conscious objectors any other reasonable options, we should give them. So this is sort of quite significant and. Quite, you know, meaningful, you know, stepping stone, which has been pursued more than 20 years. Right um, now, with given constitutional court rule that the ball is now in national assembly, the parliament right. has to change the legislation to offer conscientious objectors a valid option for alternative service instead of uh, having them going to jail or live okay. in the country at all. So, what could be those alternative measures? Yeah as, yeah, as of now, there are three, you know, uh, legislative bills which has been proposed by the uh, lawmakers, three lawmakers. B- basically, the services are so-called social alternative service, uh, which might be, you know, serving on Alzheimer patients who are highly disabled persons who need intensive care all the time. And the service should stay with other service providers at the designated facilities as if they are staying at the military barracks. And the third, the period of service should be at least two times longer than that of those who serve in the, in the barracks. I think, you know, this is quite, you know, a wonderful example, you know, to, to balance those who serve uh, performing, you know, military service and those who you know, chose to serve in the alternative way. It is maybe in my, you know, uh, uh, give the the feeling of fairness between those who serve in the in the army and those who chose to serve in the alternative service system. And um, well, just going back to my elementary school sociology class, mm-hmm. uh, what I remember the four fundamental um, responsibilities that the Korean citizens should have is to pay tax, to learn, to work, and finally to defend the country. And do you think the, just like the three options you mentioned, or uh, later, the what 
we have to see the legislation will be turning out to be. But um, do you think there should there could be a balance in between those um, conventional way of going to army and the alternative service that uh, yes, yes. Uh, they offer? Yeah, I, I I firmly believe good good example uh, examples are the the Germany and Taiwan. They have implemented this alternative service more than ten years and sixty years, you know, respectively. But uh, the good thing was people got to realize, even though the the alternative service might be implemented, there is no fear or possibility the other people might be, you know, uh, might have some motivation to dodge the the military service. So it is, I mean, hopefully it might be wonderful compromise between the those who serve in the army and those who choose to, you know, alternative service. That was Mr. Oje Chang, lawyer at Hemaru Law Firm and a member of Lawyers for a Democratic Society for Further uh, Democratic Society. Thank you so much for joining us this morning. Okay, thank you for inviting me.